Reed Cooter coming at you with episode 89 Valley for Hero Clicks. This is Hunter Smith, your host. I'm here with my two sexy esteemed gentlemen, Drew Alderson, Austin Smith. That last one's kind of hard to believe. Gentlemen or sexy? Both. I think you're right. You're sexy. I think I'm my, pretty. You're sexy in my book. I mean, Drew our Austin. fans have seen that picture. They know I'm pretty as fuck. I don't know about all this, but uh, uh yeah, like I said, the last one. Welcome to our podcast, focusing on hero clicks and other random things that run through our minds. Today is a quick format. We will be discussing news, including the Avengers ID card. Oh. I want to say resource, but after watching the video, I'm not so sure. Who the fuck knows what it is? They actually are resource. We'll get more into that later. And then we also have three official spoilers from WizKids from the Age of Ultron set and some other things. And then we will play Bizarro World Bad Samaritan, where Mr. Drew Alderson makes Austin guess. Uh, we'll, Drew Alderson. And then we'll do a little community. Creator of the game that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> Let's start off with the that's three... fucked up alternate universe. <laughs> with the three official spoilers. If you want to follow along with us, go to HeroClicks.com and go to Meet the Avengers, Age of Ultron Part 1. So we have, looks to me like these would be from the starter set, since they're number 101, 2, and 3. And we have Cap, Thor, and Iron Man. We'll of course save Iron Man for Austin. Yay. I'll do Cap real quick. He is 100 points on the dot, has the ever-useful Avengers Initiate ATA, or yeah. sorry, TA, and a really cool trait, Shield Toss, when he makes a close combat attack, all squares within six squares in line of fire are considered adjacent. That's pretty fucking good. You don't see powers like that very often. Hey there, buddy. Noel's hammer giving him freaking steel energy and then just quaking bitches all day. I think he meant Anger's hammer, but okay. Sorry, close enough. This guy's off his game today. He has uh, indomitability, and that's his only special symbol. He has no range at all, but that trait will help make up for that. He has uh, charge, a 12 attack, top, top dial, and a 3 damage with a special power that gives him leadership. He can use it normally or as a power action. If he uses it as a power action and succeeds, he can remove an action token from all friendly characters with the Avengers keyword within six squares. That is awesome. So if you're playing them on a big, like a thousand point, you know, big battle game like we do sometimes, this would be a good one to run for something like that. Yep. Uh, let's He's got the see. Stark Industries keyword. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Avengers. I'm guessing Tony makes a suit or something in the new movie. I'm not sure. Because yeah, if you notice, he's kind of got a new suit. Yeah, that's true. This is for the movie, so... I think Thor's got the, two, uh, got the keyword, too, though. But uh, 12 attack, top dial's nice. And then uh, he always either has... Six, six clicks of life total, always has charge or sidestep, and always has a solid attack this, value. So, uh, this is the perfect cap, now. He's not bad. I mean, he's a little... Ex he's... He's very good for his points, but I, I don't know that he's the best because we've had... I don't mean... Okay, listen. Smoky Foot. And I don't mean he's the best Captain America. I mean he's, he's the accurate. perfect Captain America yeah, dial. Yeah, I, I would definitely throw him up there at, at, under that banner. Like, I mean, I'm I just saying... Like, and then, uh, who else was really good was the, the peanut cap with the shield bouncing stuff. He was he's got to. some cool new abilities. He's got, like... This this figure's like good without being like stupid like Smoky Foot. He's the perfect Once guy. Once again, they put some cool figures in the starter set. Drew, you want to talk about a fellow cute buff man? Yeah, let's talk about my buddy Thor. Thor Jurgensen is gonna spoil Thor. 
<laughs> Coming out with the jokes early today. Oh, he's he's getting he's hitting hard and fast, just like a sex life. Hard. I don't know about the hard part, <laughs> fast. Yeah. There's a lack of drugs for to be my sex life. <laughs> All right, there, bud. <laughs> Thor has a trait. Uh, when Thor makes an attack, you may choose. You may. That choose. Yeah. Hard to see. You may choose that. The attack generates knockback. Okay, that makes. You have a choice. Just fucking choose it. So he all has, he has permanent force blast basically. Pretty much. Which without is, the power action. Which he's option. Thor, so that's a pretty cool ability there. All these guys have an Avengers initiative, by the way, which I don't know if you know this or not. Pretty fucking good. Probably like one of the best team abilities. Just, yeah, for sure. Just in the game. Uh, Thor. So he's got a special movement ability top dial with uh, an 11 attack, 4 damage, uh, impervious with 17 defense. How much range? Uh, that's about 8 range there, Austin Smith. On a fucking Thor. Well, he, Thor's fucking, he, he can snipe Light, some shit. Lightning bolts travel a long distance, yeah. I've heard. He's got Indom 2 in flight, of course, because he's fucking Thor. Thor can use charge and quake. When he uses charge, you may choose to not have his speed value from it, but if you do... You may only activate Quake from with the close combat action. I like it. That's pretty good. Especially with that 11 movement. I mean, that's a pretty... Yeah. It's a nice surprise for your opponent if they're not expecting it. Like, oh no, I have to, I have to charge all these 11 squares just to Quake you, damn it. Um, yeah, he's pretty solid overall. He rolls on to some uh, running shot with the uh, the pulse wave there. Which I've know, heard that's a good combo. Especially with 4 damage. Uh, he's just solid. Like, this guy is solid. As solid as his abs. As solid as his abs. I like both his top dials. Um, yeah. They're, they're both 11 fours. The only difference being the 150 starts with impervious and would give you 8 clicks of life, and the 100 would start with invulnerable and gives you 5 clicks of life. I like that 100 one better, though. I, well, I, I like both of them, I guess. I, I like both of them. They're yeah. Both. Some delicious so these yeah. dials are so good. I'm convinced that Whiskids does not do these dials, do they? The starter set ones. Yeah. I get the feeling I'm that sure. Marvel Marvel probably has a larger hand in any of the movie related stuff since this is technically stuff that's gonna help. Just, they've the just movie. all got like you know super cool stuff, and this Iron Man is proof of that. My segue into Austin Smith. So. What we've got here is Iron Man MK43. Um, like every Iron Man in existence, he's 150 points. Uh, flight, no willpower for 150 points. Uh, seven range, double bolt, That's and good. a special trait. Once per game, give Iron Man MK43 a double power action that doesn't deal pushing. Place a friendly 002 Iron Legion from outside the game in an adjacent square on its starting line. Ooh. That character is removed from the game once it takes damage and your opponent scores no points when it's removed. That's cool. Hey, yep. hey, you notice why Tony Stark has no willpower? Because mm. he's drunk all the time. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he has to... That, that's not right, dude. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> he does something, then he has to stop and pop <laughs> an aspirin. Uh, he's got running shot, energy explosion, uh, 17 in full, four, 4 damage outwit, uh, 11 attack top dial for 150. Um, he pushes immediately onto a special movement power. Uh, he can use running shot. When he does, his speed value isn't halved. That ain't good. That's, that's pretty cute. That's pretty solid. That ain't Nothing good. Nothing like a 17 range basic running shot. They're just shot. throwing this shit around now these days, aren't they? <laughs> um, 
He's only got a 10 attack Pinsai with a 3 damage per play. He's only got a 10 attack Pinsai with 3 damage, goddammit. With yeah. 10 movement running shot. Fuck you! <laughs> He's under 50, though. Yeah, for 150, I'd expect him to at least keep the 11 a little longer. Uh, just... But uh, then he goes on to no, precision. No, listen, strength. no, fuck you! There we go. <laughs> Look what you, what you with your pampered shit. Oh, I expect my Iron Man to have full Ted Ranger. If I'm paying 150 you, points, bitch. if I'm paying 150 points for a fucking Iron Man, he sees through stealth. Fuck I don't you. give a shit. He better have willpower for 150. No, points. he shouldn't. And if he doesn't have willpower, he sure He's as hell better perplexed. have an 11 attack. Just perplex up your attack, you spoiled son of a bitch. Learn <laughs> to fucking play the game. You piece of shit. You're spoiled. I thought this was a bizarre world. How come I'm not the one hurling abuse? <laughs> God damn it. But overall, I mean, he's not bad for 150 He's points. not bad! He's got four range, ten moving running shot with Pensai, three damage for Blacks. What the fuck is wrong with it's you, It's all going to be based on how good that Iron Legion is. We're never going to get through this <laughs> at this rate. Like, I'm I, kind of disappointed with the fact he has precision strike. No, not actually. I just want to see Drew yell again. <laughs> I, I think he's, he's like Cap. He's good for his points, but he's not stupid good for his points. Um, I I do want to say if the sculpts look absolutely anything like these 3D models do, these are amazing sculpts. Yeah, the little detail on Tony's armor looks really <laughs> You solid. know better than that, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, true. the movie sets are always solid. That, the yeah, uh, they are. That is a good point. They do try to they do seem to up the quality on the movie set sculpt. Uh we also had a picture from the Gamma Trades that shows some event the side of the boosters which shows us Avengers Academy which we already knew. And then some villains would be a sub theme. That is a welcome, uh, welcome news. We see Mephisto, Whirlwind, uh, Black Swan, a new character from Hickman's Avenger runs. I'm not sure who this purple guy is. Is that Kang? It's hard to tell. It's also a blurry picture. But once we we'll figure out who the rest of these guys are, and we'll uh, spoil them on the Facebook page. Um, and, uh, what else did we have? I've got the movie set list because it got posted to Cool Stuff and Cool Stuff took it down. So, uh, CoolStuffInc.com put up the Avengers Assemble figures individually, all their sculpts and everything for the hobby set, not the mass market ones. And they took it down apparently afterwards because they are no longer on there. Um, we know that the generics are in Iron Legion, of course, which is inter which interacts with the Tony. We've got a uh, a Hydra soldier. He's like really armored looking. Looks pretty cool. Um, a super powered uh, test subject. Um, of course, you've got the whole run of the Avengers. Then uh, the chase is actually Hulkbuster. So hmm. the uh, hobby chase is Hulkbuster. That's pretty sweet. Um. I mean, overall, it's about what you'd expect out of the movie set if you know the characters in the movie. Um, the You've got an Ultron drone in there, too. It's just, there. it's a bunch of cool little generics and stuff, and I, I don't think we usually get four generics in a movie set, do we? I thought it was usually no, two. No, yeah. I'm, I mean, there's oh, not there a set right formula, but yeah, yeah, we don't seem to get this many. So here are the confirmed figures for the movie set. Black Widow, Cap, Hulk, Thor, Hawkeye, Iron Man, Iron Legion, Hydra Soldier... Test Subject, Ultron Sentry, Ultron Mark One, Ultron Prime, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Hulkbuster. Hunter, you forgot to point out that the Hydra Soldier is without Scar. And we have oh, dials for... Oh, no, those are the starter ones. Oh, damn. 
Damn, we Again, thought we oh, had breaking news. My dick started to get a little <laughs> hard and everything. Um, supposedly, the target chases or rares would be Black Widow, Quicksilver, and Ultron. But we this is all speculation at this point, at least for the next couple weeks. As soon as we find out, we'll let you guys know. But since everything shows up at Target like four months afterwards. Yeah, so... Also, if you go to icv2.com, you will see... Some news on the Avengers ID cards. And some of this we knew, some of this we didn't. Uh, the breakdown for the 56 Avengers ID cards is as follows. 31 in regular products. And that's from 15 in Avengers Assemble boosters, 15 in Nick Fury boosters, and the one in the Hank Pym, uh, the one Hank Pym one in the Classic Fast Horses. And then the four, there will be 14 available through OP kits, 10 of them total, 5 per wave in the Age of Ultron boosters, and then 4 as participation prizes for playing in the Age of Ultron uh, series, which again, 4 months, so you'll get 1 every month if you play. And then 11 will be convention exclusives. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Well, this answers our question we were about to talk about, gentlemen. The Avengers ID cards can be played by themselves or oh. can be played as inserts in the Avengers Roundtable resource or in the Quinjet. Oh. That's cool, dude. Oh. All of a sudden, the Quinjet just became a little cooler. All of a sudden, the Quinjet yep. just became so, cooler. <laughs> there's all, there's, what did, I, did I piss in your Cheerios this morning? I'm sorry that... Full ten movement running <laughs> shot is not good enough for you God, anymore, Austin go. Smith. This is gonna be the new thing, isn't it? So there is also a YouTube video which don't I, watch it. I encourage you guys to watch this. Don't watch it. <laughs> Just ignore any rules. Go to YouTube and search "Introduction to HeroClix Avengers ID Cards." This is made by WizKids, and Scott from WizKids explains the gameplay of the new Avengers ID cards found in Avengers Assemble and Nick Fury. So, here are some notes if you don't want to watch the whole video. Here's some notes I gathered. The ten, ring, or the ten movement running shot is... All the cards are unique, so you can't double up on the cards. You can't have more cards on your sideline than you have characters starting the game. Okay? So you can't pack 14 different characters and then pick the best one for the best situation. You're going to be limited on, on how many options you bring. Um, and then how it works when you bring them in, or first of all, each card is going to cost you five points towards your build total, which is very cheap for how for what you're going to get because these things are, are well worth five points. I was amazed when I saw that you could play them separately. Um, how it works is at the beginning of your turn, and you can only do this once per turn. You can give one of your characters a power action. You place in the adjacent square one of your ID card characters from the sideline. The character that you bring in to help you, the character from your sideline, has to be the same amount of points or less than the character that you're giving the power action to. So if I have a 100 point Black Widow, I can't bring in a 150 point Thor. It has to be 100 points or less. If it has multiple starting lines, you can choose a lower one. So, for instance, that Thor, he had a 100 point starting line. So, so if I wanted to bring him in at 100 instead of 150, I could. Um, 
and when you put these guys on your starting on your sideline, you have to choose which one they're coming in on. So I would have to choose when I build my force when I do my force construction that I'm using the 100 point Thor. I can't have the option open whether I want to use both of them. Uh, so yeah, you you take a power action, you place them adjacent to you on the map. Each of these characters that comes in has a inspiration effect and it does some kind of small little buff. So in the video they show Justice, his is plus two range. What that means is whoever any characters adjacent to Justice get plus two range. All right. The character that you call in, so in this case Justice, will stay out until he either is five or more squares away from the person who called him in, is removed from the map by some other game effect or at the beginning of your next turn. So if you really wanted to, you could even just use these guys as five points to get a temporary tie-up and soak up some damage, which in and of itself is broken as all hell, considering this doesn't count as a resource. You can still use these separately and use any resource you want. You could use Power Plant and still use ID cards. They do put in a stipulation here on the wording, though, that you cannot assign resources to the to the character that you bring in so they at least sealed up that little loophole but these things are still stupidly good um, if you want me to read it officially set up at the beginning of the game choose a character on your sideline with a name or real name matching this ID card and that's huge so you can use any you don't have to use I mean if we're gonna I think it's safe to make the assumption now that we see exactly how it's worded you don't you would if you want to use the uh, the justice in this case you wouldn't have to use the new justice that's coming out you could use any past justice that you wanted to as long as his name is justice or his real name is Vance Astrovic you could even use major victory cuz he major victory has real name Vance Astrovic uh, which is really cool at the, so at the beginning of the game, uh, blah, 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 we already did that. This character is called an ID character. You cannot have more ID characters on your force than you have characters placed on the map at the beginning of the game. This card is unique. Call in help. At the beginning of your turn, you may activate one ID card per force. To activate it, choose a friendly character that has no action tokens and is equal to or more points than the ID character. Give the chosen character a power action Place the ID character adjacent to it, and then remove this ID card from the game. Your opponent immediately scores it. So your opponent's going to score five points when you call in your, your partner. Hey, Hunter. I wonder if the point costs are variable. Because it states the point cost right there by real name and everything. Well, I assume if it is, it'll probably be for the resource part. That's true. The ID character, the character you, you call in, cannot be carried, given double power actions, replaced or assigned resources. The ID character returns to your sideline immediately at the beginning of your next turn or if it's not within five squares of the chosen character or if it's removed from the map by another game effect. And then inspiration, when a character friendly to an ID character is in an adjacent square, they can use the inspiration. Pretty damn good for yeah. five points. Yeah. Stupidly good if you ask me. Uh, I I don't think it in and of itself is stupid because if you think about it, it's not that much better than the other resources we have. I just think the fact that it's not considered a resource is really stupid. Yeah, I'm assuming that the fact you place them back on your sideline and everything 
instead of removing them from the game with the cards makes me think the table will allow you to reuse them multiple times and stuff. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But, I again, I encourage you guys to go watch that video so you can see for yourself. Now, I will say, in the video, the guy says what I think is incorrect. Uh, he says that when you bring your when you call in your character to help that that character could still use beginning of turn effects like leadership and stuff I don't see how that's legal I don't see anything on the wording on the card because it actually shows the get the well, card it does, it does say at the beginning of the turn choose a character without any action token to give them a power action. right but as soon as you give a power action it is now no longer the beginning of the turn yeah I know that's that's a cluster so I don't think the character you called in could use leadership he says they could I don't think they could what Austin and I theorize is that something about the resource version would allow you to do it for a free action, which makes sense because a lot of the resources let you do those type of things for free action. And in that case, the, that character could use leadership. So I, we think he's getting it confused. But um, anyways, we'll he, find out. he claims you could do that. I don't think rules-wise you could. Looking at Based off of the card and based off of the fact that you gave a power action before you even pulled the justice in, I don't think he could use leadership. I don't think he could. But we'll see. Um, do, 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 do. Is that it for news? I think that's it for news. Yep, that's it. Um, let's do some Bizarro Bad Samaritan. Since Austin... So is a good Samaritan? Let's do some good Samaritan. Since Austin is a slacker... Austin is a slacker. I am a slacker. He was not prepared for Bad Samaritan today. So what's his punishment, Drew Alderson? I have to do a stupid fucking show. <laughs> his punishment is that you have to do his show for him? Oh no, whatever will I do? <laughs> the embarrassment of having Drew Alderson. <laughs> so we're going to make... We're going to let Drew run the show today. Hi, Drew Alderson. Since he always likes to torment Austin. Fucking and we're going to turn tables on Austin. Ten movement running shot. <laughs> Not good enough for you, is it, Austin? Drew? No, it fucking isn't. Well, you need to get over your spoiled view of Hero Clicks, motherfucker. If you guys would like to play along at home, we will be guessing three figures. Drew knows the answer. Austin and I do not. Yeah, they don't. We'll get three rounds of clues. If we still, at each round, we get one guess. And if we still don't guess it correctly after three rounds, we lose. And Drew will reveal to us what the figure was the whole time. If you want to play along, listen to the clues, pause the podcast, formulate your own guess. And then press play and listen to what Austin, I guess, and find out from Drew what the answer is. Let's kick it off with the first figure. Our clues are rarity and point value. And these are all modern age, by the way. Team pack. <laughs> okay. 125 points. Oh, well. The team pack did narrow down, but the 125 points put it back up there. Now I'm not so sure. Is it Spartan Warrior Spirit? Yeah, it is Spartan Warrior Spirit, Austin. That's the guy I was thinking of. He looks like Justice, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! Alright. One for one, boys. Alright. Next figure. Starting move... Uh, sorry. Starting attack power and the set he's in. Or she. No starting attack power. Ooh. Deadpool. No starting attack power. Blind out. Nope. Ooh, that was a good guess, Austin. Drew, he may be better at this than we give him credit for. <laughs> uh, I'll go... I hope so. He's been looking at these figures. Grasshopper. Nope. Alright. Team ability, range, and number of bolts. No team ability, five range, two bolts. 
Hmm. Was Weasel as an attack prone? He was going to be my guess on first round until I thought of Grasshopper, so go ahead and I'll guess. I'll go ahead and guess Weasel. Nope. All right. Two bolts, though. I don't think Weasel has two bolts. Five range, no attack power, two bolts. I'm thinking a generic. Maybe. But does Flag Smasher have generic? Ultimatum Soldier. Yeah, Ultimatum Soldier. Nope. All right. 17 as a free play. Seven is the set. Go proper. We already did set, didn't we? Yep. Yep. So point value. Seventy-five points. And All right. Now let's we got go proper keyword. Seventy-five points proper keyword would probably give it to us basically. Go ahead. Agency X. Seventy-five points. Agency X. No attack power. Double range. Five bolts. Is it the uh, guy in the red shirt with black pants? Yeah. There we go. 100. Agent X. No. His name. No. Hold on. I wasn't guessing yet. I'm talking to Austin. I'm formulating here. Okay, sorry. Right. I wonder if it's the adamantium specialist or whatever. Because doesn't he have like a weird mind control or something? That would explain two bolts, but... I can't remember. His Who's name. the guy who has red and black? Is that Agent X or is that Weapon X? I don't think it's... Are you talking about the OP kit version of this? No, no, he's the guy who has the rocket fist thing. Oh, that's Weapon X. Oh, okay. Alright, I'm thinking. Agent it, X is. Uh, he's the guy who can take damage. Firstly, with handguns. That's agent. Oh no, that's agent zero. Too, too many agents. Damn. I think I think it's Weapon X. I'm gonna go Weapon X. No. All right. Shit. Could be the Madman team guy. I just don't know why he would have two bolts. That's the only problem I'm running into. Drew's stone faced right now. <laughs> He's got a good poker face. I'll give him that much. It's not necessarily that's a good poker face. He's just got such a bad one. It's a good one. Um, Weapon X. Five bolt double uh, agency X. Oh, oh it's agency uh, X. I know it. It uh, it's the dude with the X scar across his face. Uh, that's Agent X, isn't it? It's Agent X. Isn't no. that who I just guessed? No, you guessed Weapon X. Deadpool zero twenty one outlaw. Damn, oh, I was close. I played Outlaw, too. Gosh dang it. Shit. Shit. Damn it, we should have gotten that one. All right, that was a good choice, actually. Yeah. Figure number three, name of trait, and a free play. Let's get the name of the trait first. Passing the torch. Oh. So sad. I, no, I, I think I know who it is. It's, uh, it's Jay Garrick. No. But we need to... Would you quit answering the question already? <laughs> Go proper keyword. Proper keyword. Novacore. Ooh. That's not who I thought it was. Alright, Nova keyword passing the torch. Um It's gonna depend if it's the moot you would think it would into the galaxy set. It could be Probably is the movie Guardians of the Galaxy set. It could be what's her what's her face? that Meryl Streep played and whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. Oh, uh, uh Irani? That's no. her name, isn't it? Iran, Irani? Something like that. It's something like that. Are you going to guess it or not? Uh, it's Nova. No. Let's get that out of the way. Alright, we got a free play and improved movement or targeting. Improved movement first. No improved movement or targeting. Alright, 
honest. That narrows it down a little bit, actually. Most of the actual Novas do. Nova Core, casting the torch. We already... Alright, set. Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, we already knew that. What are you doing? Let's make it so much noise. What was the guy that, uh... Um... Oh my gosh, he's with Will Ferrell and damn near everything. John C. Riley. He's not in the set, though. He doesn't yeah, have a figure, does figure, he? I thought. Why would he be called Passing the Torch? I don't know! Why the <laughs> does a Nova Corps have Passing the Torch in the movie set? Okay, weren't there multiple Nova Corps guys? There was a bunch of, eight, like, agent people. There, I feel like there was, like, a Nova Corpsman and a Nova Specialist and shit like that, wasn't there? Yeah, but why Passing the Torch on a generator? I know. Doesn't make any sense. It's gonna be someone who doesn't. It's gonna be somebody we think who. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be somebody we who shouldn't have Nova Corps really, but they do because it's a movie. But who would that be? Uh, what about the sergeant dude who was there with him at the prison, uh, with John T. Riley? Did he get a figure? I wouldn't know his fucking name if he did. That's for sure. I also don't know what to pick for a free play. I have no idea. We're not going to get this. I already know we're not going to get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. We got another free play and a spe and uh, starting damage power. No starting damage power. Alright, awesome. We got to think long and hard. Long and hard. Should we go generic keyword also? Or should we go name... Well... Let's see, what was, that was a trait that you told us earlier, yep, right? Passing, passing the, the torch, torch was a trait. Special. Let's go name special. I think that'd probably be our best one out of all of these. There's not going to be a name special, but okay. No name special. Holy shit, it has to be a generic. No. I wanted a generic. It was going to be soldier, probably. <sighs> Should I guess Nova Corps officer? Yeah. Nova Corps officer. No. Nova... Specialist. No. What the fuck is it? Guardians of the Galaxy movie 14, Roman Day. Roman Day? That was fucking John T. Riley, you <laughs> son of a bitch! I knew it! I had it! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking in cahoots with this son of a bitch! Oh, 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 what are you in there? I what never there? knowingly lied. <laughs> Fucking, you guys did not give me credit this bad Samaritan shit. First I know of all, what the hell I'm doing. You had no idea what his name was. You didn't even it, know I what John... I thought it was like... Yeah, Ron, I, I thought it was Ron Vidar. You didn't even know you John C. Riley's name, let alone the name of the it. character. You thought it was Ron Vidar? I know, that's the first name that came to mind. I was like, wait, no, that's a DC It's a fucking Green Lantern, you dumb motherfucker. Okay, anyways. So what did we do? Austin got one. Drew got two. Yep. Pretty good showing, Drew. Thank you. Good showing. You guys, yes, Spartan Warrior Spirit there pretty fast, so... <laughs> yeah. Because that's the only 125-point yeah. figure in the team. That's decks. who I was picturing. I was trying to And because, of... it, Drew, you went right up my alley with what I would have picked to be an asshole. <laughs> Let's get into some community. Best build we're actually getting ready to play in less than an hour. We'll be starting our first match of best build. I have Blue Rats team. Austin has... Grim Guy's team. I'm ready and to disappoint. Drew has Otaku Files team. And uh, we'll let you know next week who won. Actually, 
check out the Facebook page. I'll do some photos and stuff and announce on there who won. How about that? Uh, so if you want to find out, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Either one, I'll throw the pictures up on there. Dial Design Battering won his third contest. That puts him tied for the lead of most contests overall. Uh, in a three-way tie, I think, with Reno Khan and Swagnito. And somebody else, I think. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I'm sure they'll let me know. Uh, let's do some mailbag real quick. Wrap things up. McConnell Lamar. Hey, guys. Have you ever thought of doing a segment where you take a figure that doesn't see a ton of play in high-level meta and pump it up with resources, etc., to make it more competitive? I think every time we look at a figure, we do that. Yeah, Shriek, for example, is amazing with an indigo sniper rifle. Get her to that second click, and Brother Voodoo gets badly nerfed. Despotellus can't be carried, and range-based teams are forced into close combat. Thanks, Matt. We can do that from time to time, and in the he names his email Pimp My Clicks, which is a pretty good name for the segment. I agree. We'll keep that in mind, and if we do, you officially just did the first one. <laughs> Eric Linnell has some questions for us. Really? How do you feel about a 300-point Hulk being a common? Yeah! It's not going to matter because it's the movie set and people aren't going to play it for Sealed anyway. Number two, what Daredevil villains do you hope to see featured on the show besides Kingpin? Tombstone. Well, first of all, you didn't even name the best Daredevil villain, which is obviously Bullseye. Bullseye. Um, the Owl, he's definitely up there in the top three for Daredevil for me. Um, the Purple Man... You know what villain I want to see for Daredevil? I want to see everybody. The Punisher. Shut your fucking Just a season see... of The Punisher versus Daredevil. I Tell even want to see I even want to see obscure, just random guys like Stiltman. Yeah, bring Stiltman. <laughs> random stuff. I want to see everybody. But I especially, most of all, want to see a lot of hand involvement. I want to see right, Elektra. <laughs> I want to see the whole, you know, that whole side of things become a big... You and I'm sure you, it will. You want to see part. some hand involvement. Eh? That's That's right. Some hand involvement with Electro we'll, Hunter? We'll see what we can organize after the this cast is over. Number three, who do you think will be the Age of Ultron movie target chase? I think it's going to be Hulkbuster and Hulk Duo. I think Hulkbuster and a special Ultron. Special as a team-up? No, not a Oh, as the two duo. chases. It's not always a duo, is it? No. It's, it's just, it's almost always been a duo. I think one of the chases will be the Hulkbuster. I think the other one will be some kind of special. Drew Alderson's bold prediction. Rocket Racer. Thanos. <laughs> Bank on it. It's bold. I'll give you that much. Number four, do you think Quicksilver's dial will be similar to any of the speedsters we've gotten recently? I don't Actually, know, but Austin yes, of Ivan Rocket Racers. No, there's a... Sorry, there's a uh, interview out with uh, Phage who said Scarlet Witch's powers are going to be completely changed and Quicksilver's are going to be a little different than what we're used to, too. Mm. So uh, it might not even be anything like we've gotten before, yeah. Jerry's Austin were talk and I were talking, though, the other day that they always... They need a good Quicksilver. They always shaft Quicksilver. He's never as good as Flash style. Every ever. Flash is ridiculous, but every Quicksilver is garbage. <laughs> no, they're garbage. Well, they're not garbage, garbage. but they're not good. Okay. Dude, you think 10 movement running shot <laughs> is garbage, so shut I'm, the fuck up. I'm you are never going to hear the end of this. So one. shut the fuck up. You're not a good judge of things. Uh, the, the Quicksilver and Wolverine the X-Men was not garbage, but he wasn't good. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just very mediocre, yeah. very meh. Uh, number five, if there was a Heroclix tournament comprised solely of podcast hosts, 
who would be your top seeds and who would win it all? Uh, First of all, Edward Shelton would probably win it all. I agree. And we would come in a close second. Because we're amazing. How about that? I don't know the rest of the guys, pers- the other podcast people personally, so I couldn't really tell you. Drew Alderson would be somewhere near the bottom seed. Chris Britton. With almost the he entire... He just smokes your ass in your own game, so why don't you go take that to the bank, you <laughs> fucking piece of shit? With almost the entire Age of Ultron set spoiled, are you guys more excited for it? That 300-point Hulk is sick. Any predictions for what we might see get played a lot? Again, I don't think the Hulk's going to be a big deal because it's a movie set. Yeah. And so he's... Nobody's what do, what does he even seal. do? I, we'll pull him up, but... Uh, I know 300 did points. Did he get spoiled? We'll pull it up while we're reading the rest of the emails, and we'll come back. We'll circle back around. Jesse Robertson. Jesse. Hey, guys. More specifically, Hunter. I know you stated you're a big Chew fan. That is definitely correct. I've been trying to get trying to get Austin to read it too. What do you think of the shocking major character death in number forty-five? I wrote it in this way. I wrote it this way so that there's no spoilers in case you haven't read it yet. I was shocked, but I also because of who it is, I don't think that's going to last very long. I think you also probably feel the same way. There's no way that he's not going to come back like in some bizarre funny funny uh funny way let's i don't see them unless they're later we'll circle around to the facebook post while we're looking up the uh hulk dial so that we can discuss it Uh, i think we did have a something small on the facebook at least it's is Austin's penis. No, I you know I keep posting it up there that that dick pic, and they keep taking it down. There's, uh, apparently, nice. you're not allowed to post pictures of penises on the but, Facebook. But Austin's is so small, you can't. You you're can't supposed even... to post dick pics on dick books. Oh, dick books. That's why. Yeah, you you can find your dick book at dickbook. I mean, like I have one of the most, here, I have one of the most followed dick book pages in existence. So. Uh, something tells me that's a lie. <laughs> kind of like a nice spy game. <laughs> <laughs> come with a magnifying glass included. <laughs> no, you gotta bring your own. I'm too I'm too cheap for that shit. KJ yeah. Foster, question regarding team bases. After activating the team bases solo adventure via a power action, can the popped off character be given an immediate action? Example, running shot pulse wave. And thank you for answering my power battery question last week. Austin, you want to cover that one? Yeah. While I'm looking for yeah, that. Yeah, it's very annoying. Um, basically, that's one of the good things about pop-off. Like, honestly, if you couldn't do that, it probably wouldn't be worth it a good chunk of the time. Um, the fact that you can just throw off a character with running shot or pulse wave or anything. I mean, I've seen people use mind control off the base. I've seen people use all kinds of stuff. It's a great, great uh, trick, and it's one of the better things that you can tell the difference between a newbie team base user and a more skilled one is how they handle their pop-offs, what they know they'll be able to use right off the base, and stuff like that. I concur with Austin's ruling. I also concur. Drew agrees with me. End of the world, Hunter. Get in the bunker. (laughs) Hey, Austin. You're still wrong about that. Ten range running shot. <laughs> it's not ten range ten running, shot, running shot, you fuck. It's ten movement running shot. God, he's so soft. Robert McLean. I have a 301 point team. Is there any way to remove one point? No. <laughs> there is one thing that I thought of while I was talking to he this guy. He used to be a negative uh, ATA. 
There is. There. Oh yeah, there is. Called Novacore. Yeah, exactly. Austin guessed it. The Austin also left the room. The Novacore sure. subtracts ten points from your force if you use the ATA. But they made that. You know the. You know what? We could have just accidentally stumbled upon a a loophole in the. HeroClix or that WizKids didn't think of. Yeah. They made Novacore ATA back when you had to be the team you were talking about. So like you ran a you ran a Novacore ATA, you had it all Novacore on your teams. Now you could run an Avengers team with the Novacore and subtract ten points by putting that on there. Don't you don't have it. to be a Novacore theme team to do it. Oh. Hey guys, Austin, Austin. I gave him crackers because he's salty all the time. Uh, I, no, I don't get it. Austin, crackers are not salty. Drew's just, Drew's just uh, a little Austin. upset because Thor did not have a 10 range running shot. I think that might be what it is. You know what Thor has? 11 movement charge. Indom. <laughs> yeah, Indom too. Brian Drake, this week's question. He doesn't need willpower because he's a fucking drunk, Austin. What pieces have you been seriously disappointed with that looked like they had a lot of potential? We just answered a question like that recently, so we're going to skip that part. We were going to answer his next question. My brother and I are at a conference in Indy next week. What day and where is a good venue? Thanks, guys. Well, first of all, you got to come see us on Saturdays. That's right. From 2 to 5. At the dugout. Actually, damn, that's gonna be the week I'm gonna be gone. Ah. And that's <laughs> gonna be the week we do board game week. Yeah. You still should come see us and just play some random games with us. Austin will be bringing a lot of. Fun what do you mean by us? You won't be with there. with Austin and Drew at least. Yeah. Go look up the go dug wonder twins. <laughs> the dugout, Indianapolis. Check that place out. Um, who else plays on Saturday and Sunday around here? Downtown Comics. Yeah, don't they run on Saturday nights? Saturday nights. Yeah. Uh, CBU runs on Sundays and Thursdays, I believe. I have no CBU idea what CBU stands team. for Comic Book University, oh, by sorry. the way. That is in Greenwood, Indiana. The dugout is located in West Indianapolis, which, on Washington Street. which is probably closer to where you're going to be. Sure. Um, so we'll be close to you. So, uh, yeah, come see us 2 to 5 on Saturday. Where's Downtown Comics at? I'm not... Sure. Wi-Fi Games in Mooresville runs on Sundays. Yeah. That's a little ways away. Yeah, yeah, that's a little yeah, ways away. Be, uh, so, what are the stores he should look up on online? The Game Preserve on Wednesdays. Yeah, but he's going to be on the weekend. So, be, stores yeah. look up Comic Book University if you're going to be able to play on a Sunday. Saturday, if you could, you got to come see us to, from 2 to 5 at the dugout. And then, um, what's the one that plays Saturday night? Downtown Comics. Downtown Comics, Indianapolis. Look that, Google that, and find out uh, what time they play. They have a Facebook page also. All the good thing about all of our groups is we all have Facebook um, stuff pages and stuff, and we all keep our info very updated. Even the ones that I'm not affiliated with, they also run their own uh, Facebook. Well, stuff. I didn't know we needed a hunter to keep Facebook info updated. I'm just saying I run Does most of our. Does every company have a hunter? I run most of our other uh, venues, uh, or I used to. I don't run. Uh, which called anyway. Oh, you know what? I know where he's getting the 300 point Hulk info from. It's from the Gamma Trade Show. You can see the point value on his dial. Yeah, I don't see the actual. But there's dial, not an actual though. dial, if I remember. Maybe there is, but it's going to take me so long to find it that it's not even going to be worth he, it. He said it looks. Regardless, sick. a 300 point common Hulk dial is crazy, but it's a movie set. We've seen some crazy ass shit in the comics. Remember box. the last good movie Hulk? Yeah. 
you know, that guy a little bit good. He's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard that once or he twice. He was a little good. He's still a little good. He, he might still be the best Hulk in existence and probably will always go down as the best. Because he's fucking nuts. I don't know, though. I feel like they could definitely they could definitely make one stronger than that if they really wanted to. They could. For sure. But that guy's like a fucking beast. Yeah, so far he's definitely the best one, I think. Anyway. So, thanks for tuning in this week. We will be... Uh, next week's podcast is actually not going to be a live episode. It is going to be... The best moments of episodes 50 to or 51 to 75, and that's because I'll be out of town visiting family. Oh yeah, so baby. we'll give the boys here the day off, and uh, we will run a recap or best moments, as we like to call them, episode. And then shoot, well, I mean we're already on episode 89. For too long, we'll be able to make a 76 to 100 one. Uh, episode 100's creeping up soon. We got to figure it's out. Kind of scary. If you guys out there have any ideas for what we should do for an episode 100 let I us know vote dial h live dial h live we can do how's it. that gonna work you got a webcam on this laptop son we can have we can have the viewers in twitch chat we could just be running the show if answering want, questions if live. you want to be the one to put in the work then i'm I'll all do it. i'm all about <laughs> it if the fans want it i'll do it if you want to set it up yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna get my hopes up um, be sure to check out Diary of a Random White Guy, where we'll be talking about. No, this week I'm going to talk about the whole Gen Con thing. Actually, let's let's briefly touch on that real oh, quick Jesus. before we wrap up. All right. Because I actually meant to cover it earlier in the episode. And this is important to us because we're. Some of you out there may have heard that uh, Gen Con is threatening to pull out of Indianapolis this year. First it's of all, not for this year. First. It's- just in general. Okay. Just in general. They're not going to pull out this year. Go ahead and chalk that up to blow and smoke because mm-hmm. it will cost them millions of dollars. And it'll break about a thousand contracts. For them to pull out this year. So they will not be doing that. I can almost guarantee I can tell you, you what year they will pull out. 2020. 2020. If, right. But by then, something will change with this. Uh, the reason that for that being, if you're not around, if you don't live around here, then you may not know the reason why. That's because just this past week, uh, something was passed that allows businesses to refuse the right to serve base, uh, patrons based upon their religious views. And really, you guys know as easily as we do, you can you can easily the abusability of that. you can easily make that mean whatever the fuck you yeah. want it to mean. You know, I can say Drew's not allowed it in my store because he's a sex machine. That's right. Damn. You know? Or I can say. Oh, don't even go to me. Don't even. <laughs> don't do this shit to me. <laughs> it's, you see where I'm going with Austin. So, I think that's what they're, most people are afraid of, is that uh, obviously most pe- most people aren't going to allow pe- uh, patrons they think are Muslims or whatever. I mean, that would be a big one um, that they're worried about. Homosexuality, they can just say, is against their religion. They're not going to allow anyone openly they can just do whatever they want me personally the the issue is while i don't agree with it i can actually see both sides of the argument as far as legality i agree you know what i mean because i I agree because that's also part of i mean just like america was formed on the freedom to be able to do whatever you want religious wise and sexuality wise and whatever the case may be doesn't that also allow a person to refuse rights to whatever they want? It's not like we're talking about something 
it's not like this is a separation of church and state issue. This isn't a government office thing. Um, you know, you're not allowed to have a driver's license because you're homosexual. No, this is this is private businesses. For me, it's the idea of so while I don't agree that I see economic it. standpoint. It's the idea that a business, if they choose not to serve certain customers, they're hurting their own image and business on their own anyway. Right, but but I like, I don't see why they. I also see them wanting the right to do that if that's what yeah, they so choose. No, I, I, it, it seems to me two two shades of the same color. Like it's the same thing, really. If you really think about it, it's the same topic. I don't. I, it's hard for me to articulate what I'm trying to say. It's the same. It's the Typical same thing. Really. It's the same freedom. It, it really is it's the same freedom of choice that you're trying to protect. So I can kind of see both ways. I don't know how you make a, a law that allows both things. Though that's the problem. That's the it's issue. Stupid, abusable in either way. Yeah. And that's yeah. What, like, but Gen Con, Gen Con has stated that they're against it, so they might or they'll pull their contracts with Indy. Um, a lot of vendors are saying they're actually not planning on showing up for Gen Con because of that. I call bullshit. I do too. For this year, for this year, it's too late. It's too close. There, it would cost them more money. They've already have everything planned out. I don't. I mean, maybe one or two vendors will pull out, but for the most part, this is all blowing smoke. Gen Con will be an indie this year. The big thing to me about this whole bill is I feel like it's typical political chess beating, where one side says something kind of extreme, they know will piss off the other side to try to get them to barter them down to something lesser. Yeah. And I, I just think that's what this whole mess is. It's sad that our area is He's getting punished for this. Is like that. Is the <laughs> it would pass a law like that, but it does not surprise me without going into too much detail. I mean Yeah. Um there are a lot more closeted bigots here than yeah. I ever realized until I moved up here. It's pretty bad. And uh it this does not surprise me. But again, it's a it's a strange topic because I see both sides of the of the coin here. Yeah. Anyways, I would not be worried though. Bottom line reason we brought it up, I would not be worried that if you plan on going to Gen Con that things are going to change. It's it's still going to be an indie this year. It would be too much ill will. Like I mean, I understand and I appreciate Gen Con standing up for something they believe in. Yeah. But it'd be too much ill will towards the fans of Gen Con, those who bought tickets years ahead of time or a year ahead of time, those who have rented hotels and all this stuff. That would just screw all of them for this. Like they're, they're not going to change it. Yeah. Next year, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Honestly, I can I can see them backing out of their thing A lot of people are hoping they move to like Chicago or something, so, which is right over the border. We will see, but um, for now, don't worry about it. Anyways, I'll be talking more about that on Diary of a Random White Guy, my podcast on Podbean. Be sure to also check out Starting Over Podcast. That's Edward's podcast on YouTube. The guy who we have number one seed in the podcast. Show him some love <laughs> over there on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.